Amen. Acts 17, 24 through 30. Be made whole. And it reads, God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made by, with hands, nor he worshiped with men's hands, as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their uh, pre 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 Jesus, say that for me. Pre-appointed, thank you, time and the boundaries of their dwelling so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might uh, grow for him who find him. Though he is not far from each one of us, I like this part and this is where we're going. For in him we live. And move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we also is his offspring. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by the art and man's devices. Truly, these times are ignorance of God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. Father, we thank you for this word. Thank you for the words that you've given. If they speak on Holy Spirit and have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. I wanted to read uh, quite a bit of scripture there. And... Uh, to set the context for where God wants to take us this morning. How many are blessed this morning? How many know it's good to be in the house of God? Hallelujah. I'm going to teach you this morning about the redemption, the restoration, and the release. The redemption, the restoration, and the release. Say that with me. The redemption, the restoration, and the release. And we're going to start with the redemption. How many of you know you've been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb? I want you to understand that the Bible tells us that for in him, somebody say in him. He said in him we live and move and have our being. So we're going to deal with being number one in him. And what does it mean to be in him? In him deals with the restoration. Excuse me. It deals with the redemption because you have to understand that you're redeemed. You've been redeemed. Somebody say I've been redeemed. You have to understand that you have been redeemed. Redeemed, and you've been redeemed, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible seed. The redemption of Christ is trying to get us to understand that there are things that we have to not try to seek towards rather than just believe. I'm going to slow down because I'm going to transition some thoughts in your mind so we can, I can help you to understand where we're going this morning. I want you to real quick go to... Um, 
1 Peter 1, 20 through 23. We're going to read quite a bit of scripture this morning, so I want you to be ready. I want you to go to 1 Peter 20 through 23. He indeed was for ordained before the foundations of the world, but manifest in the last times for you, who through him believed in God and who raised him from the dead and gave him glory. So your faith and hope are in God. Somebody say faith and hope in God. Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another with fervent, uh, fervently with a pure heart. Go to the next one. Having been born again, having been, having been, watch this, not of corruptible seed, but so you are not born of corruption. You are born of incorruption through what? Through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Go to the next one. Oh, actually, yeah, that's it. We're going to stop right there. Now, somebody say, I've been born again, not a corruptible, but incorruptible. I want you to go with me. Come on, we're going to read some scripture real quick because i got to set this context for you. Now, I want you to go to John 1, 12. John 1, 12. Now, we've been born of incorruptible, okay? John 1, 12. But as many as received him, to him he gave them what? The right to become children of God to those who believe in his name. Who were born not of what? Nor the will of the, nor of the will of man, but of who? Okay, so why do we read all of that? Because I need you to come with me and understand that it's not because of you that you're saved. God has already saved you. You just got to believe what he's already done. The problem with religion and the yoke of religion, it taught you you got to do something to make God make a decision. That is not what the scripture says. The scripture says that God has already made a decision. You got to believe the decision that God made. <laughs> Was that too fast? Y'all stay with me. We have been believing that we got to do something for God to make a decision. The scriptures say you have not been born again by the will of man, by the will of the flesh, by no other will but God. Which means when God died on the cross, he didn't need you to accept yourself for him to die. He died with, with or without you. Which means your will was not in the wheelhouse why, of, of, of why he needed to die for you. Y'all don't understand. You, you got to understand. That's so much love that God is saying. I love you so much. I didn't need you to participate in what I did for you. <laughs> I didn't need you to want to want me. I've already wanted you. And if we don't understand this, as a body of Christ, many of us are illegitimately living under the cusp of yokes that you don't have to live under. And that's why religion have us balled down and you're carrying all kinds of stuff because we don't know that we're children of God, not by the will of your preacher, not by the will of the evangelist. Not by the will of the prophet, but the will of God. And God is saying, I've already accepted you. I've adorned, I ordained you before the foundations of this world. Don't you dare think that your sin is keeping me back from you. So it's a call to come back to your identity. Tell somebody, God, I'm coming back home. I'm coming back home. Yeah, you got to come back home. You got to come back to your identity. 
identity because if you don't come back to your identity, even how you pray is not being in the right place. You're praying, begging, and God is saying, you're my child, sweetheart. You're my child, son. Why are you begging to me? That means that our doctrine is misplaced. We're misplaced in our understanding because religion has yoked you. You can be accepted versus understanding that we do this through the acceptance, not the need for acceptance. Y'all got to hear me. I don't need acceptance. I'm accepted. That's why I do it. Tell somebody I'm already accepted. I'm I'm already accepted. I'm already accepted. He's already bled. He's already died. He's already rendered himself. He's not waiting on me to get right, to do it. He's already done it. So you got to understand your identity in Christ so you can wake up and come boldly to the throne room of grace and receive mercy in the time of need. But you can't do that if you don't know that you have the potential to bring your mess, bring your stuff, bring your stress, and bring yourself to God in what you need. Somebody say the yoke of religion. You know, I deal with a lot of people on different religions all the time. I have conversations all the time, and sometimes I got to get back on because I have to help people understand. Listen to me. Christ is the end of all. He's the end of all. He's the end of all, and he's already fulfilled the law. He's already done it all. So when we look at what he's already done for us, and we're looking at, wait, it is not by nobody else's will, but God's will that you're here. I can stop seeking for acceptance in the wrong place. Can you say amen? Now, there are three phases of the born-again process, and I want you to hear me. There's a human blood. Go back to that scripture, John 1, 12. There's human blood. There is a, a, a human blood, which equates to corruption. Somebody say human blood, which equates to corruption. So he said, not by, by, not by, we were born again, not of blood. Somebody say, not of blood. So human blood, that's the corruption. So you was not born again because of something that you, 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 you your blood, like you, you, you came out of birth from your mom and your dad. Number two, you were not born again of, of common carnality, the will of man. Or let's say the will, the, excuse me, the will of the flesh. Man, yeah, that's the. So you not born because you did something nor of the will of man through sperm. Are y'all tracking? But God said, I, I chose you. How many know that's so precious? Can you say, God, thank you for choosing me? No, it's a gift. Thank you for choosing me. I said, it's a gift. Thank you for choosing me. I know I'm going through, but thank you for the gift of choosing me. I know I go through, but thank you for the gift of choosing me. You didn't have to choose me, but you chose me. In spite of everything, you still chose me. So I got to find this heaven that's on earth so I can live in that chosen gift. Thank you. Forgive me, God, for complaining. I'm realizing now that you chose me, yet I'm a sinner. You chose me. Yet I messed up. You chose me. Yet I get it wrong. You chose me. I'm sorry, I can't get off that fact that he chose you. I'm so, I can't get off to the fact that he chose you. Not of nobody will. I know people spoke things over your life which we, which we break in the name of Jesus. But I know I need you to understand this morning that you wasn't chosen by them either. Y'all got to hear me. You wasn't, you thought, they thought you were, well, I made you know, sweetheart. I was made from the foundations of the earth 
And you have to understand I was chosen before you thought of it. Well, you don't know how I came out, Pastor. You know, my mom and my daddy, they never did that thing. You don't realize I worked through. Oh, y'all got to hear me. You still was chosen. I saw you. And I knew you. It wasn't by will. Don't get it twisted. It wasn't by their will. Don't get it twisted. Well, I was a mistake. No, sweetheart, you wasn't a mistake. No, sir, you was not a mistake. You were chosen from the foundation for such a time as you got to understand your chosenhood. It is not of nobody else's will, but God's will. And when you get that, you start to live from your identity in the Father and stop trying to be good to get identity. I'm not trying to be good to get it. I am it, which makes me who I'm supposed to be. Oh, yeah, Torah you 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 got to understand what you're doing here. Because see, religion, there's three things that religion does. Write this down. It makes you, it, it's, number one, you go into the performance trap. Somebody said a performance trap. I am what I do. See, we don't know your identity. You go into a performance trap. I am what I do. So I dress up real good. I put on a nice thing. I, 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 I do, I say the right thing. I, 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 I gotta, I gotta look, I, I, see, it's everything is performance. I've been around preachers. Everything is, you know, you gotta say it right. If you don't, if you don't, if you don't uh, uh, hum it right, it, you know, you gotta connect with the people. But what about the anointing connecting with, y'all gotta hear me. What if God wants to connect with the people rather than your infliction, rather than your art? God is saying, don't manipulate my people. How about you bring me in the room and I'll, oh, y'all got to hear me. How about you bring me in the room and I'll do my work the way I want to do it? Somebody said a performance trap. So number one, religion, the yoke of religion gets you into performance trap. Number two, it gets you into possession. Somebody said the possession trap. I am what I own. I am what I own. I believe I'm doing it because of what I got, everything that I have. And don't get them religious in me because I got some stuff. But I want you to understand you are not what you own. It can go tomorrow, but you are who your father say you are. So number two is what? The possession trap. Number three, the popularity trap. I am what others think. Keep up with how you like or dislike me. I got to keep up how you hear what God's saying about me and what God is not saying about me. I got to keep up with all of that stuff. You got to realize where you come from. We have not heard the fullness of the story of where we come from. And I am not talking about your pigment. Because you were born before you were made. I got to hear me. And if you get stuck in pigment, you're going to be in trouble. I said you were born from it. You were born from the beginning and you're made in earth. So you didn't come from some city or whatever first. You were born in him. You're made on earth. Somebody said, I got to break the yoke of religion. The yoke of religion keep you justified in broken principles. It keeps you justified in misapplication of covenant. It keeps you justified.
justified in the misapplication of covenant. I said this morning, see, we got this thing going, but the original text in Hebrew, there is really no such thing as what we call faith. It's called covenant. It's called what? So we can do faith the way we want it in this generation. But in the original text, there is no such thing as what we call faith. Because we call faith believing, we call it everything. But the Bible calls it a covenant. And covenant are without, without, not without cuts. So every covenant has a cut. Tell somebody I'm about to get cut here. Every covenant has a cut. And if you're going to have a covenant with me, we're going to cut ourselves to go into the original intent of where we were. Tell somebody I got the DNA of Christ. So you got to understand there's a difference between the covenant and you just live by hazardly in faith. You play double Dutch. I'm churchy. I'm done. I'm, I'm in today and I'm out tomorrow. Today we had a good service because we felt the presence of God. That's your normal life. We only come to feel the presence of God. That's it. That's a good service. Okay, I'm a, I'm a lot of visitors. I got to be nice. Is that why we can't? That's supposed to be the normality of your Christianity. You telling me a good service is filling the presence of God? No, that's a sign that we're coming together in what God has already gathered throughout my week. Now I'm learning to submit to the covenant cut. Tell somebody, submit to your covenant cut. When you have a covenant cut, it's not based on your emotions. It's based on truth, not facts. It's based on truth. Every day, Holy Spirit is going to wake you up and say, you ready to walk through this covenant cut? Because we've cut together, I'm going to walk you through the paradigm of your life. I'm going to shift you through the problems of everything that you've been going through. I'm going to give you an understanding of the power and the grace so you can overcome everything that you've been praying about. So faith, that's to be established through covenant. That's to be established through what? Saints, saints, don't let people make you a religious experience. Stop, don't play with it. To me, it don't make sense. I'd rather go back and just play with the world. If I'm going to do it, I want to understand it. Tell somebody, if I'm going to do it, I want to understand it. And I'm sorry if you've been around people that's rebuking you for trying to understand. Get away from them. I'm sorry. Today, I'm going to tell you to get away from them. Love them, tell them maybe they don't understand, but you need to get away from them. Anybody who rebuke you for seeking God, they got a problem. That means they're hiding behind something, but that's okay. We judge them, we let them be. You need to understand that they don't understand and say, tell you what, I got to keep moving with what Christ is. I am going to ask, I'm going to keep asking and asking and asking because he said, ask and you will find, seeking you will find. Knock and the door shall be what? So that's your asking. Nobody should never rebuke you for asking. Are y'all hearing what I'm How do you learn? You are what you ask. <laughs> you can't open the keys until you ask. So religion done got you so psyched out that we performed so long for you that we've qualified and justified a God that don't get you an answer throughout the week. It only gives you an answer when somebody's laying hands on you. It only gives you an answer when somebody's prophesying to you. Enough is enough. I don't know about you, but I want to know the God Almighty who said you can have the power to overcome all things pertaining to life and godliness. 
Tell somebody, I can't play with it. I can't play with it. I can't play with it. I'm done playing. I ain't got time. I, I don't, I, listen to me. I'm, it's not personal. It's principle. I'm, I'm done playing with it. So we got the performance trap. We got the possession trap. And we got the what? Popularity trap. I want you to go to 2 Corinthians real quick. Because I have to ex explain to you God's love for you. And how the personality of love works through you. How many of you know the personality of love works through you? Some of the questions that we have about life, it's not necessarily the question that you're asking, the position that you're in. Well, let's explain that. 2 Corinthians 5, 14. Watch this. For the love of Christ compels us. Somebody say the love of Christ compels. Because we judged thus that if one died for all, then all died. And he died for all that those who live should live no longer for themselves. But for, whom, for him who died for them who rose again. Therefore, for now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him no longer, thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, there goes that in again. Somebody say, if I'm in Christ, I'm a new creature. Uh-oh, he done told you again. Look at that. You keep talking about what you, what you used to be. He said, you're a new creature. Your memory is in your past. But your, but who you are is in your future. Who you are is going back to your beginning. Your mind is going back. Your nature is new. Tell somebody I'm new. Come on, we're going to break those lies off of you this morning. I said we're going to break those lies off of you this morning. You are a new being, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Let's finish. In a new creation, old things have passed. What do they do? You know what's so interesting? As soon as you came in the new, the old passed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm about to shout. Now I'm going to leave y'all alone. Watch this. As soon as you are a new creature, watch this. And then the next colon, old things. Have what? Behold, all things have become. I know, I am so sorry that you came to the altar and declared that you were new, but they told you you weren't new because of what you were still going through. Y'all got to hear me. Because you were going through, they told you weren't new. But I come to tell you that's a lie too. You are new. You got to get a rememorization of what you confessed to. That was it. That don't mean that you're old because you're still doing the old thing. Paul said, if I do what I don't want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but Christ who, excuse me, but the law is working in my members. There's a law. He says, no longer I. Where's my I? Where's my I? So that had nothing to do with my I. Y'all can't. <laughs> Tell somebody, keep your eyes on the prize. I don't care what you're going through. Keep your eyes on the prize. 
I don't care what you're struggling with. Keep your eyes on the prize. I, I declare those addictions are going to break off of you because you're going to learn to keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye singular. Keep it singular. You are not what you go through. If I do it, I don't tell somebody I didn't want to do it. But I got to deal with this law in me. Yeah, I got to deal with that law. I got to deal with that law. I got to deal. I got a law that keeps making me justify why I do it. I got to deal with that law. What we're establishing is you have to understand the difference between what you do versus who you are. And too long we've been believing because I keep doing it, that's who I am. And the Bible did says different. Because God understands that I died for you whether you was right or wrong. I've already did it. I've already embedded myself in you. Watch this. Not by nobody will, but my own. So you're not trying to make me accept you. This is the problem. You're not trying to make me accept you. I already accepted you. <laughs> Everything we do in the church house, it seems like we're trying to make God accept us. Rather than understand what he already accepted. And if you understand that he's already accepted you, watch this. The love of God make you go to repentance. Not because of what you just did to be accepted. Somebody says the love of Christ that leads me to repentance. Which means God has to show you what he did for you. For you accept him. For what he already did. Which means it's already been conquered. He's waiting on you just to believe what he's already done. Y'all got to get that in your spirit. When you leave here, do not go back trying to do works. It wasn't about what you do. You can't please God. You can't please him. By faith. That's the only thing. Which we've learned that's covenant. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. So when I understand that, he see, what he brought me to the edge is you can't do anymore. So he brings you to the end of yourself. So you can turn around and say, let me try what you done already did. Can you say amen? Let's keep learning here. Now, the Bible says, it's the love of Christ that compels. Somebody say compels. Because if he died, if he died, one died for all, then all died. Now I want you to understand, write this down. Love compels, love convicts, and love constrains. Write that down. Love compels, love convicts, and love constrains. These are uh, scriptures that's in in. in Come find throughout the scriptures. You learn, learn that love compels, love convicts, and love constrains. Those three gives you the, uh, 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 the optimization of understanding that if you work in the personality of grace, it's already doing the work that you're looking for. So you don't have to try to put every piece to the puzzle. You're living from the personality. So the personality of the love of Christ, the personality of Christ by the spirit is already going to compel, it's going to convict, and it's going to constrain. So I usually, when I'm learning how that works, I don't have to ask you if I'm not doing wrong. Because there's a constraint by walking in the spirit. There's a compelling 
personality of the spirit. Somebody say the personality of the spirit. So you have to understand when you're walking by the spirit, you're, you're walking in the fruits of righteousness. So you don't have to guesstimate everything. Some of the questions that we're having is a result of not being full in the spirit. But from the religious yoke, you're full. From that standard, you're full. Because it was based on personality. It was based on your zeal. It was based on how everybody say, ooh. But nobody learned to read grace from the finished work in spirit and in truth. Are y'all tracking with me? So you have to understand love. God loves you so much. He said, when you come into the confines of love, watch this. You're going to walk in the newness of life. And I'm going to show you step by step. That's why the Bible says, stay in love. Stay in what? Stay in love. Listen, stop seeking. Most of us seek more uh, prophetic classes than we seek the heart class. I'm sorry, we might be at the, there's another church up the street that might can teach you your gift better. I don't start people on gift expression unless they have heart expression. Because you can fool me with your gift. But you can't fool me with where your heart is. Somebody, that's real love. That's real love. Don't force me to go prophesy my heart not right. Don't force me to go do ministry when my marriage not right. I, I let me. I'm not judging. I'm not judging. But let me at least set a line to understand that it's okay with God with me before I go try to tell him about you. That's love. What love got to do with it? It got a lot to do with it. He's working on me like y'all say, huh? Jesus, I probably threw up, threw up about 10 people. Grace and peace multiplied in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says in 2 Peter. Grace and peace, grace and peace multiplied in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. His divine power has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. His power, his power, his power. Somebody say his power. His divine power has given us all things pertaining to life and godliness so not only for church but also for life tell somebody not only for church but also for life which means when you go to work you should be able to think on a higher level with the spirit when you do meetings you should be able to think beyond the ceo when you walk in the room you have tell somebody i got the mind of christ are you telling me they're better than you and you got the mind of Christ? I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to work up the ladder. I'm just trying to work up the ladder. I'm just trying to work up the ladder. No, no, no. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Because I need you to understand that type of language is not a mind of Christ language. <laughs> come on, saints. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm telling you where, you're, where you come from. That's not a type of language of God who want to play his card. A God who said that they're subjected to you. 
That's why he's waiting for the sons of God to be made manifest. Why? Because Christ being the hope of glory is waiting on you to speak what he's already done. I'm moving too fast. All right. His divine power has given us how many things? How many things? Pertaining to what? Through the what? Who what? Which means it's not that you wasn't accepted. You got to learn what, where you was accepted. So the more that you know, the more that you can manifest. Are y'all tracking with me? He just told you the power. The problem is, the Bible says the enemies has blinded the minds of men. Who's blinded the minds of men? Stop making people think they blinded themselves. Stop it with that religious stuff. Stop it. Oh, you know. No, they don't know. If they knew, they would have did better. The Bible says that the enemy has blinded their minds. Watch this. So if you don't have scripture, you don't have word, you don't have, uh, uh, if you don't understand how to communicate righteousness, not going to bend the doctrine of the enemy to their ear. You thinking you're talking to a human being. You're dealing with principalities and powers in other realms. And you're trying to talk normally and they don't accept you. You walk off mad. That's the yoke of, okay, we're going, I'm going to help you. That's the yoke of religion. Because you got justifiable stances of why something didn't work rather than understanding how it worked by the spirit. Because you're not dealing with people from where they are. If the Bible says that the adversary has blinded their minds, you're not talking straight to somebody. You got to understand how to optimize the spiritual realm to hit the enemy in the, in, in the hip so you can build a pathway so they can hear the word. God is trying to get something to you. Actually, watch this. God has already got something to you. He's trying to get something through you. You have been born again. <laughs> you can't be born again if you've been born again. <laughs> come with me, come with me. You've been born again. You keep trying to be born again. Oh, glory. See, but, but, but see, the problem with that is that's why you keep being preached salvation every week. And you're comfortable with it. Why are we still talking about sin? What Paul said, we still, we, we still talking about sin and why are we still talking about that? But as if you need to be born again. So we come up thinking I need to be born again. Like, you already been born again. You haven't learned discipleship. You haven't learned what you are in me. Every time you mess up, don't mean you got to go get saved again. What you, because the word has already saved you. You got to go into the word and understand what's already saved you. Are y'all tracking with me? That's for the children of God. Now, if you willfully want to do something, that's different. But you who are children of God, God has already gave you his spirit. You're born again. 
So you don't need to pray in the morning just to be born again. Every day. Lord, I just want to make it. Why? You already made it. I'm sorry. I got to go, deal with that yoke of religion. I just want to make it. I just want to make it. Make where? You need to be making what he said. You need to be walking what he said. Tell somebody, walk by the Spirit. So I want you to understand there's principles that we got to process and adhere to so we can walk by the Spirit. Can you say amen? And then we got to understand that there's divine protocols that, that we must align with so that we understand what God is doing. Somebody say covenant. Uh, I wasn't going to say this, but let, let me go ahead and say this. Uh, we just talked about this in our leadership class. you got to understand covenant is trying to build the temple of you. And God is building line upon line. He's not building sporadically, church. Every, you know, we've learned sporadic church. There's a prophecy here, prophecy there, prophecy there, prophecy there. I said, where, where, where we at? What do we start with? I don't know, but I heard God today. I heard God today. I heard him that way. And I heard him over there. And God is saying, come to the house. Come on, come on. Let's sit down and understand God go line. So watch this. Any prophetic juncture is going to go back to the line. <laughs> he never moved the line. So you moving the line because you keep thinking he's saying something new. Everything new is just pointing back to the line. When God says this needs to be done and you don't understand that thing being done, he might say something over here, over there, but he's pointing back to the, it's nothing new. So God is having to help us to understand how to get out of a revelational justification. Somebody say revelational justification. And sporadic contingencies. And sporadic contingencies. For example, if you are at a church, you're submitted to a pastor. Watch this. I'm not, I'm talking about legitimate, legitimate pastor. Legitimate authority. Watch this. They're supposed to have keys that can help you in life and godliness. So this is interesting. We don't ask about the principles associated with life. Because we usually go into our own prophetic juncture. Hallelujah. Well, Pastor, I, 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 well, I was, well, listen, you need to know where you are. Because if somebody can't take me down that road, watch this. That might not be for me. That don't mean it ain't for you. It don't mean it ain't for you. It just might not be for, tell somebody, stop being so personal. When I give you all the keys and I ain't got nothing else for you, you need to go get a church. I'm going to lock the doors on you here. Because I'm not trying to keep you here. Go help us in the kingdom. I don't want you to be a seat warmer. I want you to go build what God is calling you. I don't need your tithes. I got my own stuff. Break out of this yoke of religion. Choke it out of you. Cry it out of you. God is not confused, saints. God is not confused. We have to come into alignment of heart where he is. 
and say, God, what are you saying in my life? What conversation are you trying to have with me? Let me stay into that. And then as the grace and the glory resides, I'll know what the next step is. Can you say amen? I want you to understand, get this last point. The adversary's devices are only as effective in the realm that he occupies. The adversary devices are only as effective in the realm that he what? One of the things that believers have to understand and, and, and mature, those who say mature, have to stop justifying is, if you're in the wrong realm, you should expect to lose. So why are you questioning sitting in the wrong realm? That tells me there's not maturity. Because when you're mature, we don't fight about the devil. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We're learning. We're learning. We're learning. People like to keep talking the devil, the devil, the devil. No, the Bible says do not be ignorant. It says do not be what? We've made the devil an excusatory as if he's way wiser than God. You need 10 prayer warriors to pay your bill. The yoke of religion. The yoke of religion. Maturity says, the more that I know about my God, I'll know the enemy is under my feet. Look, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that. So it's flipped. I need to know more about my God. And when I see what he's done, I already dealt with the enemy. So I don't give more, more weight to what the enemy doing in my life and walking around like I'm so big and bad in the church. No, 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 no. I need to lock down, close the door, and get on my knees and say in the name of Jesus, every principality and power that's dealing with my life, dealing with my house, dealing with my mind, I declare it broken in the name of Jesus. And you stay until it shifts. Tell somebody, stay until it shifts. Come on, say, stay until it shifts. You haven't been staying long enough for the thing to shift. You got to learn to stay until it shifts. Work the word until it works. Tell somebody, work the word until it works. Close the door. Get everything out your room and say, y'all wait. I got to go work this word. I'm bringing the, I'm going to drag this word in my room and I'm going to work it until I believe it. I'm going to work it until I get a breakthrough. I'm going to work it until the weight of grace empowers me to go forward. Tell somebody, work the word. You got to learn to work the word. It's in him we live. In him we move. It's in him we what? So watch this. Oh, Jesus. I'm, 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 off, I'm, off, I'm, off, I'm off time. I got five minutes. Here we go. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. See, I, I, I need you all to understand what God is trying to get you to understand. Tell you what, I'm going to paraphrase. I'm going to paraphrase. The Bible says, for the sake of time, that we are hidden in Christ. We're where? We're hidden in Christ in God. Tell somebody I'm hidden. 
So the Bible says that the enemy had nothing on Jesus. Y'all tracking with me? So if he had nothing on Jesus, and when you are hidden in Christ, y'all got to hear me. Uh, I got some good students in here. Remember, you keep saying I'm hidden in Christ, but going back to your past. <laughs> you keep thinking, watch this, the devil brought you back. You bringing yourself back. Because you got to understand what Christ has done for you. Tell somebody, stop going back. Oh. We have been hidden in Christ. In God. So what he was really saying is, because I've, watch this, I've already dealt with him. When you hide in me, he can't prearrange your life. He can't micromanage your emotions. He can't micromanage your day. He can't control what you're going to do. You know why? He don't know what you're going to do because you're in Christ. Tell somebody, I got to stay hidden. I got to stay hidden. I got to stay hidden. Yeah, yeah. When I'm not hidden, I'm too exposed. He knows I'm about to get angry. So he'll send Felicia around the corner. I hope nobody in here named Felicia. I hope nobody named for forgive me. He'll send her around the corner to mess with you and pick with you. And then you all messed up out of your mind and messed up your day, messed up your life and all of that stuff. See, that's the problem. But he said, if you learn to stay hidden, now you're going to hold the mind of Christ. You, your body is going to be illuminated by my spirit. And anything that comes toward you, you're going to have a shield for it. And you're going to use the sword of the spirit to deal with everything in your life and go to the promise that you're called to. Can you say amen? You got to understand that you're hidden. So hide. Don't hide in drugs. Hide in him. Don't hide in sexual promiscuity. Hide in him. Don't hide in your pain. Hide in him. Don't hide in your liquor. Hide in him. Tell somebody I got to learn to hide in him. You got to go hide in him. Stop hiding in everything else and learn to hide in him. God has been waiting in your lap in the in the back room saying, You ready to come hide in me? You ready to come hide in me? I'm not gonna make you pay. I just want you to bring you what you got. Remember, because I watch this, I didn't die because of what you did. <laughs> I think it's making sense now. Bring me your crazy self. Bring me your lustful self. Bring me your angering self. Bring it all to me. I didn't tell you I died because you was right. I knew you wasn't right. That's why I died before you was right. So bring your unright, unrighteous self and let me make you right. Can somebody say amen? You can't get right without me. I know how we talk. I should have got it right. I should have got it. He said, how? Oh. I messed up for the 17th time. I did it again. I, watch this. Watch this. I should know better. <laughs> you did. I should what? I should know better. But it's interesting. The Bible says, if you knew, it would have made you free. That don't mean you don't know him, don't mean you love him. In this area, I got to keep that conviction moving you. Because as soon as you settle, there is nothing to go towards me in. So I like finding problems in you. 
All right, all right, all right, all right. I, I, I love, I love when you don't have enough because it creates space for me to come. Y'all got to hear me. Sometimes I'll be asking God for trouble. See, that's maturity. God, I need some trouble. It's too happy for me right now. God, give me somebody to say something wrong to me. Go make me pray. Go make me submit. Go make me, God. See, that's maturity. The devil is scared of people like that because he knows I got to leave you alone. If, if, if I make you pray, you mess up with me. So you you are right. You, we ain't going to mess with you. Do your thing. Do your life. We ain't gonna, we, we, we mess with you. You get worse on us. So we'll leave you alone. We'll keep messing with those who don't know us, who don't know that it's us. Yeah, principal, I don't deal with devils like that. I'm not every day fighting the devil. Sometimes it be so good, I got to find something to pray about. God, I need something to make my wife say something to me. It make me, make me mad. I need something to cry about so I can, so I can find that place in you. You know why? Because I'm, I'm staying dead all the time. God, find anything that's not like you. Any, anything that's not like you, take it out of me. Whatever it is, take it out of me. So, so sometime when he fulfills his covenant, he's saying walk in it. Walk in the newness of life. Walk in the newness of life. Walk in the newness of life. This morning, the yoke of religion is going to be broken off of you. I said the yoke of religion is going to be broken off of you. You don't realize that yoke is strong. He says so strong that we pass it on to generation to generation. We pass it on to generation denying the power, denying the power. When Paul continually said, I don't wish to do anything among you. I don't want, I'm not coming with human wisdom. I'm not coming to be nice and, 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 and seem a certain way. Hey, 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 ain't no wrong with that, ain't no wrong with that. But, 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 but if that only moves you and the spirit of God and truth move you, we got a problem. I'm not against it. But you need the word. The yoke of religion is so strong that it stops you from moving in your being. Because it keeps you locked in wonder. When God has said, I already set the steps. I am a light into your path. I'm a lamp into your feet. How am I telling you that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor have it come to the, the things that I prepared for you. But watch this. I have revealed them through my spirit. The problem is we haven't been teaching you the spirit life. So you've been stuck in the yoke of religion. And it's been trying to promise you a future. But it hasn't worked for you. And this morning... The question is, God is asking, will you come back into the covenant cut? Because it's only in me that you can live, you can move, you can have your being. I don't have another year not to be. Amen. Oh, y'all got to hear me. I, I don't have another five years not to be. I want to know him and all that he's calling me to be. Stand to your feet if you can.